Hello, peace up, A Town, everybody. <laughs> I'm your host, Lily, and I'm your other host, Karina. And we're Rotten Peaches. We're Rotten Peaches. Shouts out to Atlanta. I'm trying to bring back peace of A Town. Dude, that just reminded me of that the scene, actually, the movie we watched today, <laughs> like where uh, one of the characters is like, "Is that blood on your face?" And the other one's like, "And it's a big disgrace." <laughs> But what a great intro. What movie are we watching today? Today we're watching The Lovebirds. The Lovebirds. It's a new movie-ish. Came out 2020. Right. I think it was supposed to be released in theaters and then Miss Roney said no. You and think so? so? Yeah, I, I read that it was supposed to be released in theaters and then Netflix took it. Okay, well, real quick before we get <laughs> to deep diving into that. Oh, yeah. Let's do a little bit of um, church peach announcements. Cleaning. Peach let's, cleaning. Let's, let's do some peach cleaning. Mm-hmm. Uh, rinse out the peaches. Um, I, I feel like that my pronunciation there wasn't that great, but we're going to ignore it. Uh, we're feeling goofy, y'all. Yes. Uh, we had intro before this. It was like 10 minutes long. We were just babbling about meats. They know it's so. You're welcome. Prosciutto's wild. Anyway, if you know, you know. (laughs) So as you guys all know, we, our final episode is not this episode, not the next, not the next episode. We have two. Yes. It's the next episode that's coming out next Tuesday. And then the one after that will be the season finale of the Rotten Peaches season one. Season one. So we are, as we told you guys last week, we're, we're going to try to do a live stream on Twitch. Right. We're going to remind you every episode leading up to the one before so you have plenty of time to prepare so this one and the next one (laughs) yeah all of them but for those of you who are still um Hmm. nervous about not knowing we actually created our twitch account today yeah so if you're unfamiliar with how twitch works if you're not a 12 year old boy watching minecraft videos or one of my viewers hey actually twitch is really cool and you should get on it it's a whole it's a whole world it's like youtube but with live people mm-hmm. anyway um explain to them what twitch is please uh we will what we're what we're using it for we're going to be live streaming a movie that you can watch with us while you're seeing us have a rotten peaches pod episode in real time mm-hmm. so you get to be on in it you can comment we can talk back with you you're gonna be seeing the movie we did find out today though that if you're going to watch it you do need an Amazon Prime account. And you do need a Twitch account as well. Which is just like having a YouTube account. Do not be scared, guys. Yeah. Um, it's not that You bad. know, I'm not I'm gonna correct myself next episode. I think you you might not need one. Okay. But you might not be able to comment or interact with us. Okay. Well we'll what we will do yeah. on our end. Let's research. Is we'll do a bunch of research and we'll see. We're gonna be a lot of trial and error. So if you're one of the first people that follow us follows us on this account between now and they know a couple weeks from now you're gonna be seeing a lot of like practice yeah we're doing we're doing first we're practice rounds we're gonna get it right so that we can um have a fun time with everyone and hang out Mm -hmm. also it's up to y'all peaches what movie we're watching yes um one small catch though that we did discover is that whatever movie you guys pick have to be available on him on amazon prime not paid though just like Any, available it can be anything on there so yeah if you don't have an account steal one from your neighbor try to get one by <laughs> ask your mom ask your dad your yeah. cousins and your tios open and it and then cancel it right yeah. after. <laughs> but <laughs> that's what we're gonna do hopefully there's if, if we could have like six people on there 
that'd be great. I honestly, six would be cool. If we capped that, would be impressed. Yes. But um, we're calling on all the peaches to freaking come on over and hang I, out with us. I would like to throw in my suggestion for throw it in for, for the movie night. Mm-hmm. Uh, Knives Out. Ooh, it that's has a good one. A good, good, good story and mystery. I don't know. I don't know what I want mine to be yet. But we're throwing our hats in the ring. We're going to make a poll later on when the time gets closer. And we'll figure out what movie we're going to be watching. Yes. But uh, that's about it. So make sure to follow us on Twitch. We are, you can follow, find us at Rotten Peaches Pod. Mm-hmm. If it looks like a <laughs> a fake account, a fake account, I promise it's not. We just we literally created it like three seconds ago. Right. And speaking of three seconds ago, we watched a movie three seconds ago. Yes, we did. <laughs> I watched it twice today, which is what Committed. I, I do every time. What are you talking about? I watch all of our movies multiple times before we record. I'm gonna I'm gonna carry on. <laughs> um, we. We usually don't do this that often, but we watch the movie right, you know, right before we start. We try this. to push it as close mm-hmm. to when we, yes, record as possible. But sometimes, but yeah, that's not the case. So we're doing uh, the like Lovebirds. The Lovebirds, twenty twenty. It's on Netflix. It's a I don't think a Netflix original, but Netflix owns it, and it's got a great cast. Yeah, it has. Oh my god, I'm gonna mess up everybody. I got you. I got you. Okay, okay we got starring two people I love. Issa Rae as uh, Leilani, and then we also have Camille Nanjiani as Gibran. And killed it. Thank you. I would like to say uh, shout outs to uh, Anna Camp, who makes like a 10 minute appearance in here. I mm-hmm. love her. She plays Edie. She, if, for anybody who doesn't know her, she was one of the Barton Bellas in Pitch Perfect, and I really like her. I love Pitch I don't Perfect. Know. Okay. <laughs> you know what, Lily? I love you. <laughs> I am a theater kid at heart. And Actually, you look you are because we were talking about how I I sound like such a hater all the time. And I don't mean to because I feel like I like a lot of movies. And I was like, I can't like it. Musicals make my hair fall out. Yes, but you know more musicals than even I do. <laughs> so. There's, there's a handful of classics that I'm like, okay, respect. I but like, I can't, like, throw on Mamma Mia and have a good time. Um, weird fact about me, I did not care for Mamma Mia when I first That's too much. Just say what you want to say. You don't have to sing everything. But I did love Burlesque. Okay, that's a good one. And Pitch Perfect. I, I thoroughly enjoyed Pitch Perfect. Shorty, get done. <laughs> it's in the movie. Show bitch you don't play around. Unprepared because you said it was just like dead ass. Like, should I get down? <laughs> Sorry, our voices are too good. We don't want to get copyrighted. <laughs> Honestly, they're gonna think we are them. Uh, let's uh, like acapella. Hilarious. I would have killed it in an acapella group. I can't sing for shit, but I would have been. But you, you just find the middle and you stay right there. In yeah. The pocket. You don't, you don't show off too much. And, oh no. Or Until, honestly, stand up there and mouth the words. I, <laughs> no all one can all hear it's gonna you. take is one person going up to me and being like, "Oh my god, you actually sound really good for me to be like solo every time. All eyes <laughs> Thank on me." Thank you. I've actually I've been doing this for years. Um. Okay. Who else has touched their little fingers on this movie? Oof, mana. Uh, we got. The director. Okay. Who is the director? <laughs> what? My, just hang hang tight with us, y'all. This episode's going to be... <laughs> it's not going to be our strongest, but it's, it's going to be good. 
You know what? This is, we are taking a nice skirt from a heavy topic. Last week was rough. We're giving you a little bit of both. Best of both worlds in Montana. Um, Okay, so the director is Michael Showwater, Walter. And he did, um, did you ever watch Wet Hot American Summer? No. Oh, hilarious. He is part of a creator of that. And he is part of the creator of Search Party on HBO, who starred, I'm boring you. Sorry. (laughs) Um, Search Party on HBO is so freaking good. It's um, starring maybe Funke from Arrested Development, but she's all grown up. Oh, 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 she, I, my, my introduction queen. to her was in Broad City where she played Alana's doppelganger. Okay. Yes. Yes, it says. She's in Search Party and that's a really fun one. Mm. Uh, and then he also was part of The Big Sick, which was like Kumail's big movie that he did about his relationship with his wife. Oh. Anyway, so they have history together. <laughs> and nice. then... This story and screenplay is by Aaron Abrams, Brendan Gall, and Martin... Oh, so this is dude... Martin Garrow. This is a dude film. It's a dude film, but we do have a lady producer, Jordana Malik. So that's all I'm going to say on that. Okay, uh, we'll talk later, but... (laughs) What? No, it's just like... It's going to take us forever to get to this movie. Sorry. But... um, (laughs) continues <laughs> it's not that we don't want to get to it it's just that this movie, i don't know what to say exactly it's like it's such a bit it's such a like what you said earlier it's so different from what we did last week that it's just kind of like what do we like, say it's we kept calling it the antithesis of queen and slim because it's okay this cool. movie is self-quoted as the amazing race but with dead bodies this is literally a quote pulled from the movie yes and that's my synopsis for this week is it's the amazing race with dead people Yes. But we have, <laughs> um, let's see if I'll make one on the fly. We got uh, Issa and Kumail. Ooh. Kumal? It's Kumal. Just my Texas slang oh, came no. out a little like, bit. What, what's happening? Also, side note, I've been really into thinking about getting cowboy boots. You should. We talked about it last week. Right. I, by last week, it's like two days ago. Oh, phone. God. My days are all, <laughs> I don't know anymore. Anyway. <laughs> We're grinding oh. it hard right now. Um, Kumail and Issa are like, we catch them on their like beginning budding romance. Okay, so <laughs> this is a really weird episode just because there's not a lot to talk about. There's not a lot of substance here, but there's a lot of meat. Yes, if that so makes sense. it's a really good watch. Yeah, it's a fun, like, chill Sunday family. Like, you just want to giggle at these two funny people. Like, it's not... I didn't necessarily learn anything new about myself afterwards. Um, When we talk about it, though, when you were watching it, it's kind of like, think of it as a comedy version of Queen and Slim. (laughs) Yeah, it's like the antithesis of it. Yes. um, Kumal. Kumal, yeah. Kumal. You got it. And Issa Uh accidentally are involved in a murder homicide. Mm -hmm. And And are lovers. And they're, they're, they're a couple that just broke up. Yeah, we, we saw them a little bit in the beginning of them falling in love, and then in the car as the murder happened, they broke up. Yeah, they break up, and then they hit someone, and then that person runs away, and then someone else comes in, hijacks their car more or less, sure, goes after the person, and kills them. Mm-hmm. They are not actively involved. They just happen to be in the car. Mm-hmm. And then, so the the movie follows them as they're like, shit, we're, we're brown. 
and black. <laughs> like we're gonna, they're gonna blame us for this. We gotta dip. Right. Right, right, so right. they dip, and they're like, the whole movie is them trying to find evidence of like who killed the person, yeah. so they don't go to so, jail. Yeah, they can clear their name, and we're following them on a goofy ride on all a, across New Orleans. What, what is, uh, uh, Goose chase. An amazing, amazing race. An amazing the race. amazing race yes, the with amazing dead race bodies. around new orleans with dead bodies mm-hmm. okay so again like we said earlier it's really weird to talk about this movie step by step so we're gonna focus on the women just because that's the, that the few women that we see it's it's what we can what we can grasp at because yes. it's it's a comedy romance movie um it's, it's did you guys ever watch date night Remind, with um yes. Steve Carell it's, it's and like it's like one of those movies like yeah. you can only analyze it so much right 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 so we start with Issa Rae mm-hmm. Leilani who I love seeing outside god the Texan accent just fades in and out I love seeing her outside of Insecure and seeing her like she has like the spirit of a goofy self throughout all the stuff that she touches but like I like seeing her in an atmosphere I wouldn't necessarily think that she would be in yeah I, have, she killed it i love yeah, it they have good chemistry together and they're just like both really funny i can tell that like their characters are very um in mind of their their types of humor yes but so let's talk about her character leilani mm-hmm. uh we learn from jabron played by kamal jabroni yeah um jabron that she's a little materialistic with how she wants to present herself to the world. I, yeah, she's caught up in the Instagram game of being perceived and feeling like being worried about missing out on big life events or not being seen in a certain light. And also like very being very aware of what people are doing around her. Like mm. we first see her being like, uh, her friends were getting engaged and she was like out of nowhere kind of more open to the idea even though mm-hmm. Gibran and her... Gib- Jabron, fuck it. I heard this Jabron. Jabron. It sounds like jabroni, which is funny to me. Jabron and her had agreed that marriage wasn't really something that they Mm -hmm. wanted. But I mean, not to be like a a painting in a grandma's kitchen that says, um, comparison is the thief of joy. Mm. You know what I mean? But it is. Like, she's caught up in feeling like maybe they're not exactly where she wants them to be and seeing friends getting married and posting pictures on Instagram, like... That's a very real feeling, especially mm-hmm. at 25, Lily. Yeah. Buckle up. I mean, for me, I've always been someone who hasn't really wanted to get married ever. I just don't mm-hmm. really see but that not, in my book. But not necessarily marriage as like, uh, sure, it's one of people's staples in their timeline of life events, but it's just like getting at that age where anybody any everybody is on varying different levels and if you compare yourself to some people you're just like all right i'm doing good i'm yeah i'm out here and then other times you're just like you bought a house like what mm-hmm. how and you're just like you know you know what i mean what like am I missing out on yeah, yeah you're just it's it's just comparing your life against other people who have completely different tracks no yes and that's what i was gonna say is like i personally don't ever want to get married but like seeing people around me get married it's I'm weird just like um oh. Maybe I do. Maybe it is cool. But it's like, in reality, it's not what I want. It's just because the people around yeah. me are doing it. Like, I'm just like, oh, maybe. Seeing people in high school having children, and I'm like, I know what you were like. What? <laughs> How are you procreating? Right. Or like people who are teachers, and I'm like, I saw you at parties. What the heck? <laughs> but um, that's who we are dealing with, with Leilani. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- she's a lot. <sighs> she's a, 
It's so hard to analyze these characters. I mean, she's she's at the cusp of having to make a decision of someone who I've, you know, like, being afraid of falling out in love with. Like, they seem to have clicked really well. And, I mean, like, I don't know if it's spilling your beans, but, like, have you ever experienced that of just, like, being, like, okay, this is this is just turned into, like, not the jam i keep always turning it on you and i never expose anything about myself i know (laughs) that's that's my that's my um Um, my flaw yeah i mean it has with like past relationships obviously that's why they're Mm -hmm. past relationships or can you relate to that feeling of just like everything is turning into an argument like that oh yeah that that spark is gone oh yeah for sure Mm -hmm. but not with you and jolene no but that's because she's a whore and we vibe out really well because of that. Jolene's and a cat. Everyone. Jolene's my cat, by the way. I got Jolene Bean. She's a little attention whore, and I love that for her. She's a lover. I love that for her. And a fighter. Soft fighter. Mm-hmm. But yes, a still a fighter. Anyways, <laughs> we're doing we're doing it. Again. My skill is just derailing the pod. I'm trying so hard. I know. Thank you. Okay, back but, in. Um. Okay. Okay, I, we're. I'm trying really hard here. Okay, so. The uh, the second character that we meet, mm-hmm. Anna Camp, played by no, Edie, played Edie. by Anna Camp, mm-hmm. uh, is for all our Pitch Perfect girlies. Yes, I love her. I love Pitch Perfect. Um, so when we see her, she has kidnapped Leilani and Gibran. Yeah. Oh. Oh. She said, "Hey, Jolene is here." What's up, Jolene? Hi, Jolene. So back to Anna Camp. Mm-hmm. Um, this is very interesting because, um, in a weird way, she's very similar to Leilani. Like she just took charge of that situation. Um, for mm-hmm. those of you who haven't seen the movie, um, Edie, played by Anna Camp, she kidnaps Leilani and Gibran, and then proceeds to attempt to torture them. She's a, she's a ride or die. That congressman's lucky to have a a lady like her. Yes, uh, she uh tries to torture them with. Bacon grease? Bacon grease which, on Leilani. Hilarious CGI. Because it does not look like bacon grease at Is all. it really? <laughs> Jolene just like jumped on. On Karina. But I'm wearing leggings. So I fall every single one of her. I saw your face. Your eyes just like bulged out of your face. You're like, no. I was Kane. assaulted. Ah! Um, anyway, so she tries to use baking grease on. I, are you okay? <laughs> I forgot to check on you. Surprised. I did not see her. She blended in with my pant. Um, so. Um, she threatens to use baking grease on Leilani. Also, like, what a weapon. High grease. Yeah, I because that shit's like you're not dying and you're not gonna be anywhere near dying. Have you ever watched Medea, where she goes make yeah. your man some breakfast? Yeah, and it's she uses a cast iron skillet to whoop ass. Yes, I. It's a great weapon. Was inspired by that. <laughs> no, I keep it in real life I, events. No, I just like I keep it under my belt, just like a good to know. She has a cast iron um, skillet under her pillow at night, <laughs> at all times, and um, they use. Gibran's uh, uh, method of t- uh, torture for him was a horse. <laughs> they kicked him in the chest with a horse, which immediately is, death. Yes, he like I and no, and then later on, Leilani uh, Issa tries to 
fix it with Neosporin. <laughs> I didn't even remember that she rubbed. I was like, when did he get cut or burnt? She's rubbing Neosporin on his chest. I was just like, you just got kicked, my dude. Also, like, to all my um, EMT friends out there, I feel like you would absolutely get your, like, lungs punctured by your ribs breaking. I don't know. I feel like I've I'm no seen people get hit by a horse and it's not. Oh, mother. Sorry, she got me. Jolene. <laughs> the scream queen. <laughs> She's gonna... Oh. This is uh, Jolene ASMRing on the mic. Oh, she scratched me again. <laughs> she just like, climbed up my leg only using her needle claws. Um, horse to the chest. Not, not the way I want to go out. Yeah, Horses but he survives scary. it because he's he has a contract with Marvel and he is now invincible. <laughs> His hair has protected him. But um, yeah, Anna Camp, uh, Edie, ride or die for her mans, which I respect. Would you? I mean, so we find out that the black. So she thinks they are blackmailing her uh-huh. with pictures of them in a sex cult, which they are in, which they are in. And it turns out that the person that they hit and was killed in front of them is the person that's blackmailing them. Right, 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 right. I the the moment I hint of what my congressman husband is doing, I'm exposing him. Yeah, I'm like I'm not here for that. I did not sign up for that. Let me take my my millions and I'm good. I don't think they make that much money. I don't know. Do they? He's a congressman. Corruption. You're right. I don't know. He might be in oil. Um. <laughs> It's the South. But I, I was thinking how boring that sex cult was. Because they're in like an amphitheater and it's like bingo style where the audience gets to participate. Yeah, on the sex. Ma'am. Jolene, oh my God. quit being rude. Hold on. <laughs> I mean, because all they're, all they're doing is just sitting in a, like a theater and watching other people. people have sex. Yeah, how boring is that? Yeah, I think it looked like it was 12 people Yeah, that got pit selected and they had to sex. <laughs> They had two sex. They had the sex, and uh, while well, every like a group of how many was that? Like at least four hundred people. Yeah, it was like an, uh, a giant, massive theater. Yeah, watch them. I was like, that's a lot of pressure. I'd be like to perform. Yeah, yeah, uh, performance anxiety. <laughs> that's yeah, and like if you're the random one called that day, and like, what if you're not ready to go? What if you're like on your period? Exactly, and that was they were on a white circle bed. Yeah, I was like, I came for support, guys. Like, I'm out. And they're all wearing like old, um, I I don't know if it's like the Black Plague, like yeah, the like, Black the, Plague, the, the bird, the bird mask. And I'm like, doesn't make sense ergonomically. You're just like, were they actively masks. were they using it while they were yeah. doing the do? Yeah, how does that no That's, kissing? They weren't there. They were um. They were uh, there for business. <laughs> anyway, I just feel like how boring it is for 400 people that you just have to sit there. Yeah, like, is everybody just, like, standing around, like, awkwardly uh, I guess it's horny? not any different than in, like, a strip club. But that... You're not wrong. Right. But... Having, that doesn't seem like a fun time to me. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Skirt, skirt. Uh, uh, yeah. So, we meet... Uh, Edie. That's Edie. Mm-hmm. Uh, badass girl. Ride or die for her husband. We have Lady Sex Cop. Cult. Lady, Lady, um... Yeah, but we meet her last. We're getting there. We're getting there. Karina. Winding it back. And then we meet Raya. Raya? Raya. 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 
played by Betsy Borrejo. Oh, mm. she Latina? Maybe. Dominican. Interesting. So she Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican. Anyway, so we meet her, and this is where a part of the movie where we can actually really dive into is she has a conversation with um, Leilani, mm-hmm. and they talk about their relationships because Leilani oh, opens yeah. up to her and tells her, "We broke up. Mm-hmm. We're not together anymore." Um, yeah, uh, and then <laughs> Betsy goes. I mean, Rhea goes. Yeah. Oh, but you guys are the perfect couple. Yeah. Like, everyone's caught up in the comparison game of assuming that on the outside is matching what's happening internally. Yeah. And Leilani is like, what are you talking about? You and your boyfriend have are, like, the best couple. Right. And Ray is like, what the fuck are you talking about? We argue all the time. And then Leilani goes, oh, but you guys have, like, amazing kinky sex and it's cool. And I'm like, first of all, bitch. Mm. What? Because Ray is like, what the hell makes you think that? Yeah. And Leilani's like, oh, your Instagram post. You're constantly posting sexy pics of you guys what like on assumption. bed. like Or just like laying down in bed. And yeah, it's like, that's a fat assumption. Right. And also, it's just the Instagram effect of everyone is posting their best on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why, you know, honestly, I'm going <laughs> to make an Instagram of your worst moments. Do it. <laughs> what is it, a Finsta? Of I just have like one. you're down bad. You have a Finsta? Yeah. I don't I don't have it. It's uh I Oh, do I not want to see it? You don't want to see it. Why? It's like a picture I, I post like every three months and it's just uh. me being like sad. Uh-huh. And my, my people are there like There you go. My people <laughs> It's like a, a picture of me like bawling and yeah. I'm like sad. And my and my followers are like, Yes, queen. Oh my god. Just Likes. you should call it real hours. It's called I can't I'm not gonna put I like my name though. No, that's why it's Finsta. Don't tell the world. Yeah, I'm not gonna tell them. But anyway, back to the conversation. Betsy uh, Raya, Raya mm-hmm. is um, telling her like Lonnie, like no, we actually fight a lot, and the only reason I post pictures like that is because I have two exes who follow me, and I want to make them jealous. Wild. Which is like, honey, you're like you're grown, in a nice millions of dollars probably apartment in New Orleans. Yeah, like you're an adult. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. grow up reel it in raya yeah so it's like i think that was that's uh leilani's first introduction mm-hmm. to like my relationship doesn't look what like perfect right but behind the scenes we are very compatible we love each other we are supportive up until like that day mm-hmm. but like i mean but such is the nature what am i freaking shakespeare such is the nature such is the nature of relationships right like how easily we can put on and be good and then nobody knows what goes on behind closed doors yeah mm-hmm. and i mean like all relationships are take work and effort and it's like this this movie just kind of touched on the fact that's like the the couple that look perfect mm-hmm. sometimes aren't behind closed doors and then the couple that don't really look like they get along too well or don't really look like they mesh well together, actually get along really well and they mm-hmm. have a great relationship. So it's like just don't judge other people and like don't compare them to you based off of what you see. Exactly. And I mean like throughout the whole movie we get to see Kumail and Issa like remember the best qualities about each other when mm-hmm. they're forced to work together. Mm-hmm. I mean would you – once you decide that you're going to break up with someone, are you like, that's how I am? Mm, yes. be, I would be like, it, it takes me a lot to get to that thought. And then once I've made a decision, I'm going to stick with it. Yeah. It's been so long since that's, I've gone through something like that. Mm-hmm. 
I, but I'm just imagining myself as like Issa and of like would I even though I said those hurtful things and maybe discover that like gosh this is enough to break up over do I actually want to do this mm-hmm. and do I want to stay together with you I think with them it was mostly just kind of like we were they were very caught up in their flaws rather than like what made them a great couple and yeah then them having they were stuck in a routine yeah. that they were both kind of tired of. And I think once they were put out of it, they realized, like, oh, shit, there's still something here for us. And yeah. Shift your perspective. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because, like, the whole movie, uh, Issa's constantly telling Kumail, Kamal, fuck, I'm going to get this right, it. I promise, um, <laughs> that, uh, that he's not spontaneous enough, that he's, like, they wouldn't have been doing anything relatively uh-huh. close to what they're doing if, like, shit hadn't gone down. Yeah, so all the couples out there who are struggling, go witness a murder and just trauma bond your relationship oh, together yeah. into the sunset. <laughs> Nothing like trauma bonding to getting mm, two people together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally we got the cop, lady, lady who detective, is way too like chill and like Again, understanding. Yeah, you know, she's like, go home. I'm like, if you have them, like, I feel like that's like against. Police yeah, rules. like we'll take your statement tomorrow. Like what? Yeah, like They've shouldn't been... you take it there when you have them? Like, I don't know what the terms are, but like in custody. Yeah, yeah, you have them in your room. <laughs> also, they've already been like vibing for like hours at this point. Like you, right. you want them to have the facts. Part of me thinks she was in on it. Like go home, and the officer will escort you home. Maybe. Hmm. I don't know. And she was making that blackmail money because. Like, the officer said they weren't getting paid anything. Yeah. Quien sabe. Okay, well, do we have anything else to say about her? No. That was it. She <laughs> is too chill. Too and chill. And understanding of what happened. But honestly, what an, a refreshing um, sip of chill compared yeah. to, like, intense cops that we Well, they had to have portrayed. someone like that because the it turns out that the guy that was that killed the other guy and has sort of kind of been hunting them down this whole time accidentally without really wanting to. They just kept running into him through all right. their shit, through all their yaddy yaddies. <laughs> their yaddy yaddy yaddies. Their yaddy yaddy yaddies. Um, we, we decided that shenanigans wasn't. It's out. It's out. So we're replacing it with yaddy yaddy yaddies. Or leave us a. <laughs> that's, that's your comment of the week. Yeah. What, sh- what should shenanigans be? I'm over with? it. I need a cooler, better, more efficient word. Their curriculum of the night? Curriculum of the night? Shenanigans can happen in the daytime. Curriculum of their curriculum for the day. <laughs> it's versatile. Anyway, the person that they saw jack their car and kill someone and that was like later killed other people. They witnessed two murders that night. We're not going to tell you the second one though so you can enjoy it. In the Wait, what was the second one? Tell me with your eyes. Date Got rape. <laughs> Yeah. Date Rape McGee. Yeah, I learned about what a uh, a silencer on guns, because that thing sounded like a freaking laser Oh, yeah, she, the, the, the bad cop. They only call him Mustache. I don't know. We don't know anything else about him. And on the the this uh, on the on cast list, his name is Mustache. We don't know a lot about anyone in this yeah, movie. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> we don't. But um, she, he was shooting a gun, and uh, Car Salad was like, what the hell sound is that? And we had to Because it was like, just like, and we had to be like, that's the sound of a silencer, my dude. Excuse me. If I don't exercise my Second Amendment frequently. Oh, this is America. <laughs> Texas, baby. Texas. Come and get it. Woo! Ugh. 
Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, he used he killed a couple people in front of them, so he mm-hmm. they were like, they had to balance that out with like yeah. a chill woman cop. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, do we want to do want to jump, skip, and hop to the end time? Yeah. <laughs> so they they um, in a creative way, I think I think I would use that in future reference. Cars used to have cigarette lighters for all the mm-hmm. little Gen Z babies. Um, you didn't have to wear seatbelts and you could smoke in your car back oh, in the beautiful day. Beautiful times. <laughs> Just I loved like the one. The seat. risk of death both ways. The one. Well, people wouldn't drive as much as they we did now, so I think that's why it was okay. Freeways weren't like this before. Sure, there wasn't as many freeways. It was open roads. I think people were whipping around with babies in the front seat and chain smoking and listening to and drinking. And drinking and mad men. Honestly. Well, I'm talking about like 70s, 80s. Is that not mad men? That's 60s. I'm sorry. It's all the same to me. Wait, in the 80s? 80s to 60s? What are you talking about the 80s? Absolutely. They had seatbelts in the 80s. Yeah, but you didn't have to use them. Yeah, but I feel like cars were way... I'm talking about the 60s. I'm talking about 70s, 80s. They still had bench styles in the 90s. You were What's an unfunt. What? Bench the, style? Like, the, 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 the seats that you saw were like like one long bench instead oh, of like individual. Oh, I love those. I feel mm-hmm. like those are safe enough. Mm-hmm. Aren't they? they shout out, shout out to the Plymouth Chrysler back in 95. That's what my mom had as oh. a car. I think my. It was the like, grossest car in the world. We had, uh, for me, I guess like my old school car that I had growing up we mm-hmm. had a camaro okay a mustang okay that was like purple or white we had a purple one and then a white one they called the purple one the telly the telly the telly tubby that's funny i was gonna say barney no no they called that's it the telly tubby um she did upgrade to a jeep and i had a jeep growing up oh which was cool. nice jeep cherokee we were whipping it for some reason like my extended family like everybody was really into mustangs for a while yeah. So I know like a couple of us had Mustangs when That's I was growing cool. up. I say us because what's your? I got to drive around. I'm gonna just um, keep distracting you. What's your dream car? I don't really have one. I like a blue Subaru that homie has. Oh yeah, you want like, a you want an all terrain? I I just like Seattle it. mom I, car. It's like it's just small enough for me that I like it. Yeah. But my dream car that I would like if I had it, I would like be like. <gasps> and cry mm-hmm. would be uh light like the blue the light blue mm-hmm. the the sky blue mini cooper convertible whoa a convertible mini cooper i think would be. the the subi is cool because it's like a sedan or it's like a suv for little people mm-hmm. like it's compact enough i think mine is a ford bronco from like the 70s okay. she's a cool OJ one Simpson. honestly what a cool car I would take it. I think they're doing a new one now for all my... O.J. Simpson didn't kill her. His son did. I'm not going to contribute to that statement. <laughs> it's a theory. It's a conspiracy theory that's out right now. Um, but I'm not going to state my thoughts on what I think on this episode. Because I have thoughts. We're going to... That's going to be another episode. We. How did we start, start talking about cars? Um, because they were in a... Oh, the old car. Oh, yeah, the old they, car they, had the thing. They, I used to... I grew up with cigarette lighters in the car. Yes, Isn't so that did I. wild? And so she uses a cigarette lighter to burn their zip ties. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they have a kerfuffle. Mm-hmm. And he gets caught. 
and shot yeah. the bad cop. Yeah, Isa, Isa shoots him. Isa shoots him. Like, shout out to Isa, man. Also, like, I'm all about, if you're in that predicament, shoot the feet. Shoot the knees. Like, everyone thinks you got to go straight towards the chest. I guess the feet are smaller. I go for the balls. But in that... <laughs> Perfect. For the future generations. Let's just cut the line out now. Dang. Um, yeah, if I was in this situation, I'm just like, I need you to not move, but I don't want to kill anyone. So I'm going to shoot your feet. Oh. you get me yeah 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 maybe your elbows i don't know i just for something about <laughs> shooting the feet stresses me out because i imagine just the hole in the middle like you know like how the bones, like jesus style yeah i'm just like Sorry. you don't deserve that dang deserve it i, I take it back <laughs> i don't want to shoot anyone ever but uh um, I, I went shooting once it was scary it was too much power for me it's i get i get it i get the adrenaline get rush like the first time I ever shot a gun was a truly terrible experience. I was in the desert and I was shooting at like a desert wall and my like uh, angry uncle just was like, all right, you're going to learn how to shoot. He doesn't have a text next like that. Mm. Um, you're going to shoot. A, you're going to just like come out. And he didn't bring any ear protection for anybody and just like yelled at me the entire time. And I just was like, I hated it. And I thought I lost my hearing. It was terrible. And then the second time I did was with someone's dad who's a police officer and showed me the proper way yeah. of all things gun and it was a much more enjoyable experience mm. i went for father's day my dad wanted to go shooting so i was like let's go few few things i have never shot like big things i like i like the little ones that you have to put the little pellet in and you pump it oh and no. you just shoot at cans no we That's went to fun. the shooting range and he was like i want the gun that the cops use and that gun is scary the glock i don't yeah. know I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, that's... Uh, that's shout out to all our homies who love cars and guns out there. Yeah, this episode <laughs> is just for you, my friend. But again, this episode, the movie is just, it's so good. It's such a, it's so yeah. lighthearted and that's I, why I will we, say though, I feel like the, 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 whoever was on this movie was like, all right, we're at an hour and a half and cut it. Yes, this like movie's it, an hour and 27 minutes long. But it just like ends so abruptly. I don't know. They do make it on The Amazing Race, though. Yes. Shout out. I like it. I feel like the movie is just long enough. It's a mm-hmm. great watch. I, I like mm-hmm. it. It's a, it's a it's a cool, like, favorite. I'm going to be honest. If Issa and Camille were not in it, I probably would not watch oh, it. Oh, no. It wouldn't have worked like, for anybody they, else. They, they string it along well enough. I think everyone knows what it is. You yeah. know what I mean? And they're just so good at bouncing off of each other. And, like, their, com- their comedic timing with each other is just really yeah. nicely. Like, he's more dorky with it. And she's more... She's quick-witted. Yeah, so it works out really well. Mm-hmm. But I think that's all the thoughts we have. <laughs> we had Shout to- out, Peaches. Yes. If you have more thoughts on it, let us know. Again, leave us a new word for shenanigans in the comments. We I contribute yada yada, but you let me know. We'll let you know. Yes. <laughs> uh, and for anybody who wants to watch this, we really do recommend it. It's yeah. so good. It's on Netflix. It's such an easy watch. It's like... If you're definitely just like, I want to like eat and put something on, turn it on. Yeah. All right. So we're going to take a quick break. Mm -hmm. uh, Try to find our thoughts. Yeah. And collect them. And then we'll be right back. See ya. And we are back. Welcome back, our peach little baby. So now is for the important part of our podcast. The, the sasson. The reason why we did this. (laughs) The whole thing. The whole kitten caboodle of... Wow, southern slang is wild. Um, you know, we really missed an opportunity of doing like a New Orleans accent in the beginning of this. I 
don't know how. I got oh, one. Did we tell people that that it takes place in New Orleans? It does. It oh. takes place in New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They know. They know. Um, but now as for the very important part. We talk about mm-hmm. women and the diff- women representation and other different forms of representation inside of the film. That's Maybe. right. Mm-hmm. Um, peace. <laughs> So let's get started, starting with the Bechdel test. All right. For those who don't know, Lily, can you inform the audience what is Miss Becky? Miss Becky, a.k.a. Bechdel test, a.k.a. Bechdel Wallace test, was created by feminist cartoonist Alison Bechdel in 1985, and it measures whether a form of media has at least two women identifying characters that speak to each other about something other than a man. Okay, so let's talk about Lovebirds. Does it pass the Bechdel test? Uh, I don't believe so. For, like, the very few lady interactions that we get, most of them are about their relationships with their significant others. Mm-hmm. Or um, they're not in proximity enough to, like, have a conversation alone. Yeah. It's not even, like, two, two yeah. lines of dialogue that yeah. they have. So this is a fail. Right, because it's mostly about their relationships with each other. So she gets an F. But... There's hope, There's everybody. More. There's still more. Technically, sadly, this uh, movie is no longer eligible to enter the Peaches <laughs> Hall of Fame. Right off the bat. Right off the bat. So, but it's You know okay. what? Watch it do really well. That'd be really funny. What? Watch it just, like, kill the Ron Peach. I know. I, I think it will. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Well, we'll see. again, for those, if we have any first-time listeners or, you know, our regulars, um, we have a Ron Peach score, uh, which is 10 sections, and we're going to go through and see whether they pass or fail or not, just to get a better, um, further analysis about what the film has and what it did well and what are the misses in it, so. All right, so hit me with number one, Lily. Okay. Uh, number one, women, do women characters get their own narrative arc and story that doesn't support a man? So is she a prop or does she have her own narrative? Okay, so... I don't think she's a prop. No, but I don't think she necessarily gets her own narrative arc. Like, they they both grow into each other. Like, their their arc is intertwined with each other. I think for this one, we're talking about more. Um, do the character are the character are we growing with the characters? Are we following the characters along, or does she just pop in and out? For example, Edie is a prop. Yes. Right, she just pops in in order to push the story along. Dang, mm-hmm. my p- are really intense right now. <laughs> but we don't know anything uh, really about Issa outside of her relationship to well, Kumail. We know that she works for an ad agency. But that's not... But We know that she's a argu- governor. The same can be argued about the guy, though. That's what I'm saying. It's just, it, I think it has less to do with her n- not being used... I don't think it's done in a negative way. Yeah, I think, but it I don't think passes. it passes. Oh, I was gonna say I don't think it fulfills because it's like the are we are not supposed to really get to know them. The purpose of this movie isn't to get to know them. It's just just it's to just see them go through the course of a night and survive and like try to figure this out. Point five. I'll point five you. I don't wholeheartedly agree with your statement, but I'm I just willing think to that compromise. It's very. I think. We can't take all of these questions. Like, I no, I, I the like the, the face value of this is like a deeper examining of what the movie is giving us. Mm-hmm. But I still don't think that it meets the mark enough to pass. 
No, I'm not saying that we needed to. I think some movies need to dive in a little bit deeper. For example, Queen and Slim, where mm-hmm. we 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 should like we are presented with a complex character, so it wouldn't be okay to not. Oh, okay. Here's a really good example of it. Ramona Flowers. Mm-hmm. We, she is a complex character, right? She shows similar characteristics that Queen has in Queen and Slim, but we are not told why she is that way. Sure. Whereas with um, this movie, we're presented with a character that doesn't really have much to begin with. We're just kind of seeing them deal with the breakup mm-hmm. and like what it means to have to be together and survive a night. So we can't always like, the the standard has to be adjusted a little bit for each movie. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't I think get that. we're not presented a complex character, so we don't need a complex storyline to back right. it up. And I think a good way where we see where we get to know her a little bit more and her thought process is actually through her conversations with her friends like Rhea and like the arguments that she has mm-hmm. with um her boyfriend. Kumail. Kumail. What do you think though? I, I'm gonna stick with a half fur here because like you said like they're not complex enough to yeah we'll just you gave your explanation okay (laughs) number two all right number two uh minority characters must have fully realized lives for their own desires not just to serve as background characters for wap white for wap for For white for wap plot lines um i think this definitely gets a pass yes it definitely gets a pass yes um and I think, especially in a city like New Orleans, that makes sense. Yes, it makes sense that this happened. Okay, number three. Can the leading woman character be swapped with the leading man with little to no edits and the narrative still makes sense? I think it can. Yeah, because they're so intertwined with each other. They're almost as one character. Yeah. the Their differences are a lot more personality-wise and mm-hmm. not like nor- gender norms placed onto them. Yeah, which is, I appreciate. Same. Okay, number four. Uh, are women identifying characters sexualized without contributing to the plot? This includes the sexualization of underaged characters. Uh, I don't think she's sexualized. No, not at all. I like think... she, there are scenes where she's changing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but even then, we see when she's changing, like in the pharmacy. Nola. The, yeah. yeah, there's there's a scene where she's like changing her clothes, and she like tells him to turn, or she tells him that she does he doesn't have to turn around. Mm-hmm. Like it shows the awkwardness of their relationship that like. Mm-hmm. He doesn't feel comfortable being around her even though that they're uh and then partners. before that we see her changing in a store and like he's like helping her cover up with the shirt and stuff mm. like that so i think i think they did a pretty good job at it yeah i think it was to display to the plot that their relationship is failing yes all right number five does a woman identifying character have a conversation that doesn't revolve men appearances her social status or family obligations Pensive breath. Um, mm. I just tried to harmonize it. Edie. Edie's all for her hub. Yeah, but she's doing it because someone's blackmailing her. Not because. I mean, I guess, yes, it, it'll intertwine. Um, we got this. We follow a chick the whole time. You're telling me we, she doesn't ever. Well, it's because she only talks to her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And if she does have outside conversations, it's about her relationship. I mean, actually, this isn't talking about having a conversation with someone else. It's just having a conversation, period. Period, yeah. So we do see her talk about them 
her the consequences of what could have happened because of they the, they talk about some murder and yeah the, the, the murder scene, that, I think it'll pass. About, talk about the murder they joke about um yeah date uh date rape McGee she comes up with plans of action yeah so I think this is a pass this is a pass yeah it's just like hard to <laughs> yeah it's not a I don't think it's gonna be winning any Oscars um, <laughs> maybe a daytime Emmy I don't know maybe. <laughs> Number six. Number six. If there's more than one identifying character, are they in competition with each other, hate each other, or manipulating each other? I mean, again, Congresswoman's wife is trying to hurt them, but it's both of them. I don't think it's, like, necessarily because she's a lady. Yes. It has more to do with the fact that she's being... This is girl-on-girl hate, not... Right. So, if it's just... Violence in general. Yeah, it doesn't count. Yeah, I don't think so. I I think Um, it's... it was cleared up. I don't think it was necessarily um, competition, but there was, like, judging of each other when the two friends were met and were thinking their relationships were different than what they appeared. Right. But I don't think that's No. I'm just I'm just popping up the first thoughts that come up in yes. my head. I think this is, pa- this is a pass, yeah. though. Yeah. It would be very different if the congresswoman was like, you specifically, because you are a woman, mm-hmm. I will be doing these things mm-hmm. to you. Actually, the congresswoman t- treated them fairly both of them are gonna of, get it both of them are gonna get the um what is it called grease to the face <laughs> g to the f g to the f anyways uh, g to the f i said g to the s anyway grease to the face um all right hit me with my next one uh is there a woman if the oh let me try that again i'm so sorry uh my brain had a fart Three. Is there... Three. Eh, it's fine. <laughs> Are you going to edit? Is there a woman who has a job or task important to the plot, is successful at it, and does not drop it for love? No tasks were dropped in the name of love. No. I don't think we ever had... We have not had anybody fail this one. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have a strong enough gut about that to say no. Okay. We'll see. Okay, number eight. Does the film contain any identifiable LGBT plus characters who are more than just their sexual orientation or gender identity and that is tied into the plot in a way that their removal would have a significant effect? Fail? None to our knowledge. Yes, none to our knowledge. So, number eight is a... uh, Yeah, I'm trying to think. A lowercase f. I didn't see any. Yeah. I don't remember any. It was not known to us. (laughs) <laughs> too many, honestly. That's like too too many times. But it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Number nine. Are the women characters shot using the male gaze? Okay. No. I, there's not any specific. It's a lot of action based things. Mm-hmm. So I don't think they even had time to do so. Even in the weird orgy scene, like it was mostly out of focus the whole time. Mm-hmm. And also, they had an opportunity to make her. Like, okay, for example, in Queen and Slim, it's not shot male gazy, but they did make the choice of, like, well, they didn't make the choice, but the way that she, when her getaway outfit is, like, a tight, short dress mm-hmm. and boots, here, it's, like, neon pink yeah. sweats and it's a hoodie. It's the literal opposite. Yeah. So, so yeah, no, we're fine. I think it's a pass. Number all 10. right. And number 10 did a, woman, uh, did a woman identifying person contribute to the creation and or production of this film at an executive level? And then we're giving, um, those are things like directors, producers, writers, screenwriters, and then we're giving uh, half points if it was. Um, department head. Yeah. For composers. 
Yeah. So there is a both Isa Isa is a executive producer on this, oh, nice. and then we have a producer Jordana Malik on it. Perfect. So that brings our Rotten Peaches score to a bump 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 point five. Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah. it was a sneaky sneaky. It almost it it would have made it into the Rotten Peaches Hall of Fame had it passed the Bechdel test. Are we allowing movies that don't pass the Bechdel test to enter the Peaches Hall of Fame? Because if the answer is yes. Then the Queen and Slim can be entered, and this can also be entered. But if the answer is no, then this and Queen and Slim cannot be cannot enter the Peaches Hall of Fame. I think the answer is yes because it's a Rotten Peaches score, not the Bechdel Hall of Fame. Okay. So but if it entered. if it does come to a tie, if we're doing like back to back movies or you know head to heads, I think the Bechdel that's... test is a factor. Then. Okay. 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 All right. All right. Okay, so that's it. We have done the Lovebirds. It's a good watch, guys. I promise. If you Google Lovebird facts, you will um, learn about the real birds, Lovebirds. Not. And they mate for life. Oh, good to know. Mm -hmm. So what movie are we doing next week, Karina? (laughs) So we just want to keep on messing with y'all, and we're having a good time over here. We're going to do... A Guilty Pleasure, A Pleasure Guilty... What are you? Say it out loud. Vampire. We're doing the Oscar-nominated, two-time Emmy, Grammy Award-winning. Hang on tight, Spider Monkeys. <laughs> Ew. Um, Twilight. We're doing Twilight. Kristen Stewart could have been played by a mannequin. I'm so excited to um, love and roast on this movie. I'm I'm ready. <laughs> I am ready. I'm gonna be listening to the soundtrack for the next week, uh, in preparation of what do we do here? Do you remember I made you listen to that song? Yes, you did. You thought it would set the mood, and all of us were just like, <laughs> da- like the mood just went down. I I didn't listen to Paramore in high school, but I listened to that song in the car the other day, and it I was like, this is hard. Yeah. Like, what a great song. <laughs> um, but we'll be doing Twilight next week. We're doing a fun one, and uh, we're just going to ride out of season one on the sunset, having a good old time. Yes, and don't forget, guys, to start putting in your requests for what movie you want to mm-hmm. watch in the end, because if not, I'm going to decide, and we all don't want that. Right. Actually, if I decide, it'll be Knives Out. So you, If, if you wanted to be that one... No. Listen to me. Listen. You could pull your Lily card for the Twitch movie if no, you wanted. No, because then no one's going to want to watch it. And it would be sad. <laughs> it's just going to be you and me in there. No, nobody else. Oh. It's going to be sad. My my lot I'm going to throw in is like freaking Horton Hears a Who or something. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's, I'm throwing it's not in Knives one. Out. So okay. if nobody says otherwise, we will be watching Yes. You have a couple weeks to get familiar with Twitch get you an amazon prime because uh we want to hang and i think that's it oh stay tuned um for the end yes we have (laughs) bloopers outtakes and a bunch Um, of other stuff because our brains were not working turning into liquid um (laughs) we tried so hard so we're just gonna give you guys a special little peach pit treat of uh our brain thoughts on the (laughs) trying to make this pod episode uh 
warning, it took us uh, a full 40 minutes before we got this right. Uh, recorded 40 minutes recorded before 40. we were like, mm, We need to start over. Yeah. Good call. So there's a lot of content. Yeah. If you thought this part was bad. <laughs> Tune in and hold hold on. Hold on tight. And if Fighter you're monkeys. Team Prosciutto, fight me. Oh. All right, everybody. Let's do it. So that's it for us. Don't forget to rate and review us on Please. Apple Podcasts and follow us on Spotify. Yeah. On Spotify, okay. Follow us on and, Spotify. And Instagram. And we will see you on the next one. Peace. Bye. Rotten Peaches was produced by Karina Salas, Lilian Citlalik, and Jorge Hinojosa. Our theme song was created by Sordelo, and our artwork was created by Lilian Citlalik. You guys, don't forget to follow us on our Instagram at Rotten Peaches Pod and email us at rottenpeachespod at gmail.com. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you like to listen to your favorite shows. Tune in every Tuesday a new episode we'll see you thanks for listening what if your ears weren't holes what would they be like flaps what? like you could just like open it and like an elephant <gasps> yeah i would like elephant ears i feel like i'm too exposed my holes too open out in the air <laughs> okay we need portraits of us standing next to horses oh no i want to be next to staircase oh Ooh. With, like, a beautiful ball gown. Yeah. I want Sopranos style standing next to my horse. I want Shit's Creek style where we're all, like, <laughs> and it's huge. power posing. Yeah. I want it to be, like, the size of a wall. What was that horse's name? Something pie. P- pie oh my. Pi- what the fuck is that? Dude, horse racing names are <laughs> freaking insane, and I want to be on it. I feel like, okay, this needs to stay in, in the <laughs> intro because I'm having a revelation. I'm making so many noises though. I'm just no, like, Ow. this will stay in. I think the people who name weed are the same people who name racing horses, because it's like the same brain of it's, weird it's one names. And the same. Ooh, something's scratching my ear. Your ear holes are too exposed. <laughs> they need flaps. Oh no! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Get help it. Yes, you can. Do it on purpose. Oh, anyway, that's a job I want. I want to name drugs and I want to name racehorses. It's like the nine to like one. You name the horses. One thirty. Like you take a lunch, two o'clock to five. Full day. Is the weed. (laughs) I mean, how many new drugs are popping up every day? I don't know. I don't know. There was one named Cheese. They got really lazy for a second there. Cheese was on the rage early 2000s. Yeah. You got to watch out for Cheese. That was my intro to drugs. It was very confused because I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> I eat cheese all the time. Dang. I like the queso.